You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy Eman. Hey, what is up, everybody? Your boy Eman from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast coming at you with another live uh, stream. Had one earlier this week, and uh, there's too much going on in the NBA not to hit another one. Of course, the NBA draft is happening live right now. We're going to check in from time to time about, you know, and see what's popping real quick. And usually, I usually stay on for about 30 minutes. Maybe trades have been popping off, man. Uh, you know, Bradley Beal kicked it off the first Woj bomb of the year on Sunday. And then between yesterday and today, man, more blockbuster trades. Kristaps Porzingis is a Celtic. CP3, the point guard. Excuse me, Chris Paul is going to the Golden State Warriors. And as we knew, there's not a lot of big names signing-wise, right, for in this free agency season, NBA free agency season. However, the bigger shoe to drop were going to be trades like this, you know, Chris Staff, Porzingis, and everything else like that, and, and CP3, which I'm going to go ahead and give my reaction on both of those. Uh, but first of all, let's go ahead. Let's check in on the NBA draft. Let's see what is popping right now. Uh, in the NBA draft, we know we've had the number one pick, Victor Wembanyama. Wemby, uh, of course, dude. We knew this was gonna happen, right? Um, we knew he was gonna he was gonna be the number one pick. There was no doubt about it. I don't know why people uh, was surprised about this kind of stuff, right? Uh, Wemby was number one pick, first number one pick they had, I believe, since David Robinson or Tim Duncan. Uh, Brandon Miller went number two, man, small forward from Alabama. Bama stand up. My boy, you know, didn't catch any gun charges for um, a assist over there. But anyway, I thought it was going to be Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson, a number three point guard. Look, this is where it's going to get dicey right now. I think people and the Blazers especially, that's going to be the next one to go ham over here. And I'm, I'm, I'm live right now, so I'm not checking my phone to my alert. But all I know is that Scoot Henderson, a number three, is an individual that in people are looking at to trade and this is where probably that zion williamson trade might happen here with the blazers or whoever the blazers are going to trade dame to this number three pick here has a lot to do a lot of people like scoot henderson i seen him he's pretty good himself so um anyway we'll check them back in from time to time uh let's go and start with uh christoph porzingis and the moral of the story here boys and girl is uh, if you fail please try and try again that's the moral of the story because this trade right here first of all they attempted it once they attempted it with michael brongdon earlier on during the day the trade was to be michael brongdon being traded going to la or whatever the case may be it went south michael brongdon was supposed to be the jump start guy there was a problem with brongdon's i guess health status and the the, the trade went completely fell through then all of a sudden, 11.50 before the deadline where Kristaps has to opt in. Then they went ahead and dropped the trade where it broke that he rendered his $36 million. He had to opt in for the 2023 campaign. Ultimate, it pulled off. The Grizzlies joined the third team in the trade and sending Tyus Jones as part of the trade package. So the trade final, the, the Boston Celtics were able to acquire Kristaps Porzingis from the, from the, um, the Wizards. And he opted into his $36 million at the last minute. It was like 11.50 a.m. You know, Woj dropping bombs, man, working late. You know what I mean? So the Celtics have to give up Marcus Smart, their 2022 Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, they did receive two first-round picks for giving up Marcus Smart. 
So there's no denying that even though there wasn't the trade they wanted, it was a trade they got, and that's pretty good. Look, when you tell me that you have, we got, you got a uh, Marcus Smart, you gave Marcus Smart, who, by the way, he is the toughness, simplifies toughness, leadership of the team. But you got two first-round picks from Marcus Smart, man. You know how many first-round picks did the Suns get? Uh, for Or did the Wizards get for Bradley Beal? I think zip. So, Marcus Smart, you got two first-round pick and Kristaps Porzingis. Kristaps Porzingis, man, it's not ability with Kristaps Porzingis, man. It's availability. The biggest issue with Kristaps has been his injury-riddled career. There's no doubt this man can hoop. The unicorn, as he was dubbed by Kevin Durant. My man can shoot. My man can play low post. He's athletic. He runs the floor well. That's a little bit of a problem, right, is his injury. His injury um, status. Let's take a look at his career stats here. Kristaf Porzingis in his career uh, hasn't played more than 72 games. And that was, he did that as a rookie. He did that as a rookie with, uh, with the Knicks. Since then, he has, I think, averaged more like six, maybe 69 games at the most. Uh, however, his numbers are great. I mean, this guy can definitely hoop. This guy can get it going. There's no doubt about it. Christoph Porzingis is a career 19.6 points per game. All right, 7.9 rebounds, shoots 45% from the field. Last year had his best year by far, 65 games played, which is right, it tops right there before that 72. Again, the most games ever played was 72 as a rookie, 66, and then 65. Then after that, look at that, 48 games, 57 with Dallas, 43. I mean, he didn't play much with Dallas, man. He did, definitely, Dallas uh, got themselves, you know, some damaged goods. But the fact the man can play, last year he averaged 23 points a game, uh, shot 49, almost 50% from the field, 38 from three, all pretty much second second highest percentage. We know the man can hoop. We absolutely know that Christoph Porzingis can put the ball in the basket. He is definitely the unicorn. There's no doubt about it. The man can absolutely play. I don't care what you have to say about that. The man can absolutely play. Christoph Porzingis is, is definitely a, um, a a different animal. Big. He's athletic. He's good. Christoph Porzingis is a really good, it's a really good player. But right away, Christoph Porzingis is one of those individuals, again, 23.2 per game, eight rebounds, 2.7 assists, 49 from the field. He is bringing a dimension uh, to the Celtics, the dimension where he can shoot from the outside, another big that can run the floor. But also, he's he can score down low, which they missed last year. I mean, they got some big guys up front where they could shoot from the outside and, and and Horford, and then, you know, the time lower Williams can defend. But Porzinga can can score, can run the floor, brings another dimension to the Celtics. Yes, they lose some toughness. Absolutely. They lose some toughness uh, with Porzingis in the lineup and not Marcus Smart. But, however, uh, you need wings, man. You need wings. I know guards still do well, but it's a wing league overall. And to me, total package of this trade, I believe the Celtics did really, really good. When you get two first-round picks back and a player like Christoph Porzingis' status, that's good. Now, this is only going to work out well if Christoph is healthy. You need at least 65 games from Christoph Porzingis. All right, it would be great if you could play 70. But you need at least 65 games from Christoph, and none of this, you know, he's one of those guys that can that gets injured and never finish the season. But you need, for this to be a trade that, would pay off well for the Celtics. Kristaps needs to freaking play. 
at least 65 games in order for this to work for the Celtics. But look, I mean, you got two first-round picks for Marcus Smart. That's I'll take that any day. I will take that any day, man. I don't care who you are. Look, Marcus Smart is a great little player, toughness. You know, he's one of those guys that's gritty. He's a leader in the locker room. But fuck that, dude. Give me two picks. I mean, I'll, I'll trade my firstborn son, okay, a uh, child for it. But, um, hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. They got they got some good stuff. They uh, Christoph Porzingis did his thing. Uh, he got traded. He's going to be playing for a contender, which, you know, after Dallas, when they made that run in the conference finals a couple of years ago, this is going to be the second best team he's ever played with because the Knicks sucked when they had him. Mavericks, at least, were contenders in the playoffs and made a, a, a run in the bubble. The Mavericks also shocked some people. He was out. But, uh, you know, to be fair, this is the best team Kristaps uh, has ever played. And I think the skill set he brings to the table is going to be very beneficial for Boston. So, honestly, it was a good trade for Boston. I don't care, bro. I don't, you know, people are going to hate on this. But it's a good, it was a good trade for Boston. I think Boston got themselves some, some good stuff. And they got assets. And they got really assets. So, if you don't really believe on that, man, honestly, people might say that, you know, people are upset because Marcus Smart is a soul. But they got two first-round picks for Marcus Smart. It is what it is. And before we move on uh, to uh, Chris Paul, let's uh, let's see what's popping, baby. Let's see what's popping in the uh, in the NBA draft. Let's go ahead, man. Fourth pick, Ahmed Thompson. Let me go ahead and share my screen here. Uh, I like that kid. I like Amen. I like Amen Thompson, man. He's uh, he's a good dude, man. Uh, those twins can definitely bowl bowl their asses out. All right. So, all right, Amen Thompson from Overtime Elite at number four. His brother, also Thompson, Overtime Elite at shooting guard. At number five, twins go back and back to back. I don't know if this is a thing. I don't know if this has ever this has ever happened before. I think this might be one of those things that uh, it's it's never happened before. I think we got twin brothers back to back, four and five. I think this might be a first, ladies and gentlemen. Might be a first. Uh, right now, again, I thought Scoot was gonna sneak in there at number two, but you know everybody had him touted. I didn't, you know, and I didn't bet at all. I, I almost went ahead and did Brandon Miller at number two. Or scooter number two, and I don't send this number two. I don't know what happened, but I'm glad I didn't because I was gonna lose my money. You got twin brothers, man, back to back, fourth and fifth pick, man. I don't know if that, that's ever been a deal. Has that ever been a thing? Not sure. So earlier today, uh, honestly, I was shocked. Chris Paul goes to the Warriors. All right, he gets traded to the Warriors from the Wizards. This is a a couple of days after Chris Paul receives the news on Sunday that he's traded to the Wizard from his 14-year-old son. All right, from his freaking 14-year-old son, he receives the news that he was traded to the Wizards. They didn't have the decency, the team that is, did not have the decency to tell Chris Paul that he was being traded. And Chris Paul was very verbal saying that he believes it was definitely strong influence by Isaiah Thomas, who has a connection with their uh, GM, uh, Isaiah Todd. So, I don't know. Look, uh, at the end of the day, Chris Paul, I think, came out doing better than, than what he thought he was. Because not even four days later, Warriors get Chris Paul, the Wizards get Jordan Poole, Ryan Rollins, a 2020 protective first-round pick, and a 2027 second-round pick. It didn't cost him much. Uh, Chris Paul is due to make $30.8 million contract after the Hey, look, Chris Paul, at his age, to me, it's still an upgrade if Draymond doesn't sign. Uh, unless Draymond signs cheap, I don't see Draymond coming back with the team, uh, obviously. But uh, look, Chris Paul is, what, 37 years old or 36? 
around the neighborhood last year he averaged 13.9 points per game 8.9 assists 4.3 rebounds uh look he's definitely being slowed down by injuries and age but however chris paul can still be productive in an effective manner he's going to a very friendly offense where they could definitely use his point guard skills and this is i think a way to make steph be away from the ball more often definitely helps him steph play more of that off ball two guard hybrid kind of game that mr uh the steph is used to he gets another opportunity with another superstar to go ahead and go after championship all right that chris ball has been chasing all his career so it is what it is man it is what it is i think uh chris ball still is getting getting another shot at another championship and look easy he, you know it, it's hard man he's he's a hall of famer one of the greatest point guards to play the game i mean this guy has played with james harden failed to win a championship all right he, he played with kevin durant briefly last year and failed to get a championship right he's played with so many good players that hall of fame guys he hasn't been able to get that championship who keeps eluding him that elusive nba title that keeps dodging chris paul i don't know what else they're going to have in mind here but i think they're going to keep moving some assets from the golden state point i guess it's because they really want chris paul to take a big bulk of the of the handling of the basketball right for um for the warriors so Maybe this is a way to help conserve Steph more. Uh, again, it's one of those things that if you tell me this was going to happen, I would have told you, uh, hell no, dude. Chris Paul to the Warriors? Again, I would never, never in a million dreams thought that this was going to happen or this was a possible landing spot. I thought Chris Paul was absolutely going to end up with the Lakers after, you know, Bronco not getting there. That's what I thought. It was going to play with LeBron. And, you know, but now the Warriors are looking kind of like the Lakers a few years ago where they're just piling up old people. Uh, you're getting rid of young talent in Jordan Poole and bringing on old people. So it's like, it's becoming kind of like a geriatric convention over here. They're not getting any younger. Uh, they're probably going to trade Weissman next, which they should because it's a felt experiment. But let's, let's take a look at Chris Paul's uh, NBA, coveted NBA career, because my man, you know, hey, look, he's, he's, I think he still can be productive. But this is absolutely Chris Paul's last shot, man, at a winner. There's no doubt about it, man. He's, Last year, 44, uh, 43 shot, 44% from the field. He's been pretty consistent. I mean, 70, you know, with OKC and Phoenix, he had himself 70, 70 games, 65 the first, the second year with Phoenix. Remember, he made it to the finals in 2021, completely shit the bed that year. Um, and, you know, it was, it was, he completely disappeared and you could tell his age. Uh, but look, a career of 17 points per game, man. This guy shoots about 36% from beyond the arc. It's not a strong game. The mid-range is his game. Look, he averaged 8.9 assists. I think this is where his value is going to come in. The distributor, right? I think it's going to be the distribution, his distribution ability, leadership on the court. Chris Ball is, is absolutely a, a monster when he comes to at least being that individual who distributes, who distributes the basketball. But yeah, no, honestly, at, at 38 years old, if he gets you 15 points per game, shoots over 45, and gets you nine assists per game, this is, I think, where this value is. Uh, it's unique. What the most likely the 
Golden State Warriors are looking for. The only thing I could think, the only thing that makes sense to me is Chris Paul absolutely just being the main ball handler, you know, to, to relieve some load of, you know, Steph being the 100% or the full-time point guard. Because remember, when Jordan Poole was a point guard, he came in, he was just, you know, shoot him up, man, you know, shoot him down, gang, gang, and uh, empty the clip, baby. There was not, not a lot of passing. So I don't know. Look, I, I, I'm not an NBA expert here, but I think uh, this is shocking, as shocking as trade as anybody probably did not see this coming like myself. Damn! Uh, but thank you very much, everybody, for, you know, watching this and, and listening. I appreciate the love. Thank you for listening. Your boy E-Man from the Average Joe Sports Talk signing out, yo. And I will see you probably next week. Or, listen, if anything pops up before here and there, you know your boy's going to creep his head and do his thing. Peace. Yo!